Welcome to The Laundry Hour, a podcast encouraging stay-at-home moms to fulfill their God-given and extraordinary purpose in their seemingly ordinary lives. I'm your host, Jamie Williams. Welcome everyone to another Laundry Hour. I am so happy that you guys are here. Truly, it it blesses my heart to see that there are people that continue to listen to the Laundry Hour. And I have no idea who you are. I have no idea where you are. Um, I have no idea where you are in your faith. But I just want to say thank you for taking out the time, making the time um, to want to spend a few moments listening to what I have to say. And you have no idea who I am either. But I hope that as you listen to what, quote, I have to say, um, you hear God's word, um, that it encourages your heart, that it transforms your heart, that it convicts your heart, um, that it does that alive and active soul surgery, heart surgery in you. That, of course, obviously we don't want to have surgery, but we do want what we will get after surgery. So... I think today will be another surgery moment, so um, let's get ourselves prepped for it, shall we? So we've been talking about loving God, and uh, I think it's about time that we start talking about loving others, but today's episode will be kind of an overview part one kind of thing. Um, We will, the next three weeks, we will look specifically at three different um, ways we've been commanded to love others. So we see in Matthew 22, it says to love your neighbor as yourself. We see in Matthew chapter 5, where it actually says, like, you've heard it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you to love your enemies. So we'll talk about loving your enemies. And then that we see in John chapter 13, which is very interesting, and I'm really excited to talk about that, um, how Jesus says, I give you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. So I can't talk about that now, but I'm really excited, and hopefully your ears are already like, oh yeah, that sounds so different. But let's talk today just about an overview of loving others. So at its core... We've decided a few weeks ago that love is selfless, it's self-denial, it's laying down oneself for another. We see that in John 15, 13, that greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. And I think it's really cool that the wording in that verse says friends, because that's perfect as we talk about loving others. We love our friends that way. We love our neighbors that way. We are to love our enemies that way we are to love one another by laying down our lives for them okay so why is love so hard why is that love so hard and at church this past week I um led like a mini talk (laughs) in our Sunday school about submission and at the root cause of sin in general, sin in general, we see in Genesis 3, 3.16, oh my, <laughs> we see the curse that God proclaims on Eve after they have sinned. And we see it say, like, your desire will be for your husband, but he will rule over you. 
So we see at the root cause of sin this this struggle with authority because obviously God told them to do something, they didn't do it. Adam told her to do something, she didn't do it. God told Adam to do something, he didn't do it. Uh, they didn't listen to their authorities. And then we see as she's about to eat the fruit, this word desire, right? She's got a desire in her eyes because this fruit is desirable to make one wise. And then we see this word like your desire will be for your husband. So we've got this desire for authority and it causes us to struggle with submission. So submission is yielding to another's authority, coming under another's leadership, whether that be God, your husband, your boss, or your pastor. We want the authority to say what is right and wrong, to make decisions, to control the direction of our lives. And that is at the core of every action of sin. We think that we know better than God. We may not actively say that, but in our actions, that's what we're saying. So this desire for authority reveals our struggle with submission. And our struggle with submission reveals our inability to be selfless, to deny ourselves, to lay oneself down so that we can come under another's authority. So that same inability to lay oneself down rears its ugly head when we're trying to love God and love others. You got where I'm going here? So love is so hard <laughs> because we can't lay ourselves down. Our, our desire at the core is to pick ourselves up. Like our desire is to elevate ourselves, to fight for oneself. And submission and love need a heart that says, I'll lay myself down. Like I don't need to be elevated. I don't need to fight for myself. So how do we get a heart like that? Like we have seen since the beginning, all humanity has had a heart that wants themselves <laughs> and now we've been told to love we've got to lay ourselves down we are literally struggling with the core of who we are the core of who we are and we know that no amount of telling myself to love somebody is not is going to make me love them not that kind of love not where i lay myself down for them like I might can love them by doing something nice for them if it fits in with my life you know if it doesn't take me off the path that I'm supposed to be on right it doesn't harm me in the process but like a heart that really says I'll lay myself down like it's okay we get that heart the same way we get the heart to love God, right? That same heart of flesh we needed to love him is the same heart of flesh that we need to love others. We get that new heart when we become a new creation where the old desire of authority and self pass away and the new desire of submission and love come. The new life only comes through putting our faith in Jesus Christ. He is the ultimate example of loving God and loving others. He laid his life down in heaven by coming to earth as a human. So he didn't lay his life down on the cross. That wasn't the first moment, you know? The first moment was when he, eternal God, said, I will lay aside my divinity. I will lay aside my, my crown 
my immortality, my perfect relationship with the Father, and I will become a human where I will have to feel pain and, and die and most importantly, be separate from my Father and have never been separate from Him before. He said, I'll lay myself down. I don't need to be elevated. I don't need to fight for myself. He didn't need to fight for his right to, to remain the divine son of God. He chose to lay it down to love. I personally think that says so much more about him and his character than any fighting he could have done for himself. You know, he let his characters do the fighting for him rather than his actions and his words of, I'm so good, you know? He didn't need to because he was secure in his character. He was secure in who he was. He laid his life down on earth every time he chose the Father's will over his own. He laid his life down on the cross for the sins of the world in obedience to the Father. And he continues to lay his life down for us. How? He is currently at the right hand of the Father praying for us. Just like he did in John chapter 17. If you've never read the high priestly prayer, I would suggest that you go do it. It's so encouraging to hear Jesus pray for us. He prays for our unity as, as the body of Christ. He prays for our holiness, our sanctification in God's word. And ultimately, he prays for our souls, that we would be safe from the evil one. He is currently praying for us. You know, he is back in heaven. He could be doing a whole bunch of other things. But instead, he has, he's still choosing to lay his life down. To pray for us. Okay. So I know it probably sounds unfair and unfun to live a life of sacrifice. Like, who really wants to do that? <laughs> who wants to live a life that's not about us, but is all about others? But here's an interesting reminder. 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20 actually says that our life is not our own, that we were bought with a price. So, if that's true. If we still want our life to be about us, then we should not put our faith in Jesus. That's, a, that's an interesting statement, isn't it? <laughs> if you want your life to be about you, then don't, don't follow Jesus. But if you want to follow Jesus, because obviously there is something better <laughs> about a life with him, then you're going to have to lay your life down. You see, we revere, honor, and praise Jesus so much because of what he did for us. Now, some may look at him as if he's this weak and silly lamb but we look at him as a beautiful and great lion of Judah roaring with power. We can choose to keep our earthly lives about us and make our kingdoms that will fade, by the way. Or we can follow in the footsteps of our Savior 
who may have looked like a lamb for a while, but will forever reign as a lion. The only thing standing in our way is ourselves. I'm encouraged by the fact that Jesus knew who he was. He knew his character. He knew he was the father's son. He knew he would remain the father's son. And so he was okay with laying his life down. Maybe this will encourage us to lay our lives down because we know who we are. We are the father's children. We are his daughters. We are his sons. We will go go to the castle when we die. Like that is our destination. We will receive a crown. <laughs> you know, we will live in the royal city with our father forever like that is where we're going we will be lions but to get there we must be a lamb today if we keep our mind on where we're going it might be easier to be the lamb I'm not going to say the easiest thing to do but it might be easier to be a lamb when you know you're about to be a lion you know like maybe just maybe it might be easy to know that your that your life will be elevated later if you choose to lay it down now i'm thinking of the scripture where god says he will elevate those who humble themselves but those who uh, elevate themselves he will humble Right? So if you want to be elevated, because guess what? That's, that is the desire of your heart. <laughs> Choose elevation for eternity. Not for here. You know? Like choose the forever reigning lion status. Rather than the, the, the temporal pseudo-lion status that we can create here. You know? Like, let's acknowledge the fact that we do <laughs> want to be elevated. And that's okay. Like, it's a part of us. But we just have to choose where, where, where that happens. Like, God promises that he will, he will elevate those who humble themselves. Let's not do it to be elevated, but let's realize that our destination is heaven our destination is a crown our destination is royalty like we will get there it's just going to require laying our lives down now to get there where is jesus right now he is at the right hand of the father to get that seat of honor he had to die on the cross first He had to love the Lord. He had to love us. And he's still loving the Lord and loving us. So, 
Will we lay our lives down to love? Can I pray over you? Father, we see in your word, we see in our hearts, we see in our world our inability to lay our lives down. We are so about ourselves. We are so selfish. We don't want to obey authority. We want to take it. We want to choose what's right and wrong. We want to think we know better, and yet we have forgotten that we are the creation, and you are the creator. God, forgive us for how we listen to the serpent and believe his lie over your truth and thought that knowing good and evil was better than knowing you. And so we're going to struggle with that for the rest of our lives. But we thank you so much that you have given us Jesus as an example. You have given us Jesus as our Savior. You have given us Jesus um, as our constant prayer warrior. And that you have given us new life in him. Thank you for our heart of flesh. Thank you for making us new creations. Thank you for giving us new desires for submission and love. We need help. Because at the core, we don't want it. We do not want it. And we need your help. We need your transformative gospel of a Jesus who laid down his life for us. To make us so grateful that we would lay down our lives for you and one another. That's what gives us the power. The gospel gives us the power to do this. Because we praise you because of what you've done. You may have looked like a lamb. You are a lion. You are roaring with power right now. So we ask that rather this be this, oh, I've got to lay myself down, (laughs) concept in our mind. Then we'll say, I'll do it. I'll lay myself down. I don't need to be elevated. I know who I am. I know whose I am. And I know where I'm going to be. So I can do this. I can love you. Mm, I can love you. Look, I can love you, Lord. Transform our hearts, transform our minds, transform our strengths, transform our souls, God, that we may love you and love others with our entire being. In Jesus' name, amen. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe. If you loved it, please share. If you got to have it, please write a review. Really would love to hear what you have to say. And obviously those reviews help as other people are trying to find if they want to listen to this podcast or not. (laughs) And if you want more, tune in next week so we can talk at length (laughs) more deeply (laughs) about what it means to love our neighbor as ourselves. 
We've already talked about how we love ourselves, right? So if we love our neighbors like that, man, what will that look like? But until then, I leave you with Second Peter 1, 2. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ rest on you and your families. I love you.